0: talk about we got Everything I you standing by side And now you with Hello and welcome to Too Fast, Too Forever. There's all kinds of family, we chose this one. This is episode 3, the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift from 2006, lap 1. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe 2.
1: Today's episode is uh, sponsored by Casio Watches, for when you got nothing but time. <laughs> Casio, the makers of the G-Shock and original calculator watch, can be found at local retailers such as Sears. And <laughs> what's so funny? Nothing.
0: I um, y- you're wearing a nice ass Casio watch that we just got for free. We. Yeah. I don't think that's really funny. I was laughing because we are recording this one in person. This is our first Too Fast Too Forever doing live in person. True. And you and Rachel were looking in our swag bag as we watched the movie and trying to figure out which sponsor had signed up to do this episode. Yeah. And I didn't know what it was, but you handed me a watch right before we started recording and just I didn't now I know why you have this you nice gave day a watch. You gave me a watch. Yeah. You're welcome. Casio. When you got nothing but time. So this is the first movie directed by Justin Lin in the, yes. in the franchise. This is He directed another one? He did 3 through 7.
1: Oh, damn. Okay. Cool. Yeah.
0: You know how you know all the good ones? <laughs> yeah, those <laughs> those were are his. his. Yeah.
1: Okay. This is your favorite one, right? Hands down. This, this is my favorite one. I think this one is probably the one I've seen the most. I have lots of stories about this one that I could tell you all about. I mean, this is the movie that inspired you to move to Tokyo. It absolutely did. Can we talk
0: about that on this podcast?
1: I don't think we have yet. I think we saved it for this episode. I was like, t- probably 17. No, probably about like 18, 19, maybe. Somewhere around there. And I got like real, real drunk watching this movie. And it was like probably the third or fourth time I'd seen it, and I was like, "I want to go there for as
0: long as I can convince my parents to pay for it." That was what getting my first question. If you worked over there, but this is just a parent-funded yeah. expedition. Yeah, so this um, is like your sister down in South America,
1: exactly. But but cool. no comment. But, <laughs> but um. But,
0: um Shout out Maria, who gave us the sponsor, who who hooked us up with Casio for this. She episode. did.
1: She's actually. She's actually. Yeah. She was. She was our like networking partner for this sponsor.
0: So yeah. So I woke
1: up in a drunken stupor, and I had realized that I had already sent applications to is schools there that lasted all summer. I tried to go there as long as possible and I spent three months in Tokyo trying to go to every famous spot in the movie. Such
0: as the McDonald's early on in the film.
1: The McDonald's, I've been to the, um, obviously Shibuya Crossing. Sure. I've been to the soccer field on top of Tokyo Hands. I never made it to the mountains, but I was like pretty much all over the place. Did you ever go to Han's Garage? No. I mean, like, a lot of places kind of look like Han's Garage, so I would just pretend like I was there at some point.
0: I know Shibuya from uh, Jet Set Radio and Jet Set. Yeah. Oh, stuff like God. That. I
1: miss Jet Set Radio Future. Yeah. That was a damn good game. You yeah. would get it for free when you bought an Xbox after, like, the first one flopped so hard, remember? Yeah, Baron
0: Sega GT 2002. <laughs>
1: exactly. That's right. That's right. Two pack. Yeah, yeah. I definitely got that. I had it. Yep. On it's
0: one disc, right? Or it was in the same box? It was box. one disc. It was like a split down the middle. Yeah, that's right. Front cover, front cover, back yeah. and front. I didn't get it with my Xbox, but you could buy it at any GameStop used for like ninety-nine. Yeah. No 99 okay. So I was like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Because I think Jet Set Radio Future was like 6 bucks. so you could get another game with it for $2. I was like, yeah. Okay, I remember I spent way too long creating custom
1: graffitis <laughs> in Jet Set Radio Future. I probably spent like eight hours of my life. You know, I'm a little surprised that there's no graffiti in this movie from what we saw. Uh, Tokyo's pretty clean. There's like actually not that much graffiti. Also, honestly. pretty gun-free, except for the, the climax of this film. <laughs> yeah, if you don't know, there is no guns in Tokyo, although the Yakuza does have guns, so it was like movie
0: appropriate and culturally or historically appropriate and if you don't know then now you know now you know so this movie we love this movie this is one that i liked the first time but wasn't really convinced then my friend was like no 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 not this friend not joe too mm-hmm. uh, another one of my friends who loves these movies and loves this one in particular was like no you need to watch this again because it's great and i was like all right and he loves it the same reason that you do or one of the reasons you it do. gets wacky man this is like it what i was gonna say is that it's wall-to-wall
1: great music that oh is- yeah, the soundtrack in this one, I think I think this is the best soundtrack in Fast and Furious, and it's all over the place too. Yeah. You get Kid Rock in this one. Yeah. You have DJ Shadow, who DJ I Shadow love. Kicks things off. Yeah, you have uh, Joel Santana. So there's like hip hop.
0: There's fucking all kinds of shit. It's it's I think I like this one a lot. So you have the song Tokyo Drift in parentheses, Fast and Furious, play twice the first time they edit out the words fast and furious but then at the end of the movie after we're like yeah we're back in this world we're fast and, f- and furious fast and furious yeah dip dip <laughs> the important thing I, I don't know how much we want to spoil about what in like theoretically someone like a Jenny McMullen is watching these along with us in theory so I don't want to spoil what comes later but what we yeah we're gonna, say, we're gonna we, we
1: always cap it at the end of the movie so far once we do one lap we can kind of link them together but in been- the
0: in the grand scheme of these films, this movie takes place after six. Yes, but we don't know that here. No, we don't. At the very end of the film,
1: because they do a very Fast and the Furious move coming up
0: really soon, which yes. we'll get
1: again. But no spoilers. Yeah.
0: This is a brand new cast. There's no one in this movie who was in a previous movie until the last two minutes of the movie when Vin Diesel shows up and he's like, "I know Han. I used to know Han. He's I family. Won this car off him. He's yeah. family." And you're like, huh. So when I think when you first see it, before you know that this is a different timeline, essentially, you're like, I guess that's how they link him in. In his backstory, they were together. They were boys. We know Han from this movie. But then when we get to the next movie, Han's in it. And it's like, oh. Yeah. And we'll get to that next month. Yeah. Joe's
1: least favorite of the... That is by far my least favorite. It's like favorite, back-to-back,
0: least favorite. I've got to say, though, I did not remember. I had to look it up that... Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Gadot. No, Gadot. no you, you pronounce it really? T. Gal Gadot. Okay, I don't. I don't yeah. know. No, I. I believe you. Rachel Rachel's shaking her head at me. Rachel not allowed to talk until lap two, <laughs> but she is just gest- gesturing. No, it's Gal Gadot. She said, "Like look her up on no, YouTube." No, I am Dude, I'm no judges. I believe you. I am positive. You're
1: very good at the name thing. I'm
0: notoriously terrible at the name thing. Also, what we're gonna have to remember for our Zach Attack podcast is that for the Greatest Showman, it is Zendaya. No, no, no. It's Zendaya, not Zendaya. Oh, really? Zendaya. Oh, okay. I just got it wrong, but I, got, I want to get it right. Zendaya, not Zendaya. The reason I bring up Gal Gadot is that she's in the next movie. Not going to see her relationship, but I'm excited to see her again now that she's Wonder Woman. Yes, but last... she's taken off right now. She's been blowing up. Last night, as we're recording this, which will come out in about three weeks, I was on the second episode of The Contenders pod, first episode of which comes out in five days and that is uh my former film professor Tobin Addington who you can see on Cinemakers who's been on Cage Club and Keanu Club he and his sister have a podcast shining a light on the unruly women of cinema and so last night I recorded what's it called again The Contenders The Contenders because there's a movie called The Contender which they kick things off with okay I recorded uh, an episode about Wonder Woman nice we talked a lot about this and the reason I bring it up on this podcast, aside from giving a plug to a show that's coming up soon, they both... So, so Tobin is you know, film professor, as you can imagine, sort of highbrow. I mean, he likes all sorts of movies, but he's very highbrow, likes French films and everything like yeah. that. When the first Fast and the Furious came out, I learned this last night, this is a teaser for our episode coming out in two <laughs> weeks, his sister wanted to see it, and he didn't, but she dragged him to it, and so then since then... He sort of teased her about how these are her favorite movies. And she's only seen the first two, I think. But I was like, oh, you need to see the rest of them. Because they
1: get way better. They get so so, so much
0: faster and so much more furious. So much faster, so much more furious. And she was like, I'm definitely down to be a guest on that show at some point. So I was like, yeah. We have, well, we have infinite laps. Infinite <laughs> so, laps. So you're welcome to join. But yeah, so Gal Gadot is in 4, 5, and 6 at least. Yeah. Uh, I mean, who knows what the future holds. I would love for everybody to come back because we talked. Like the the one thing that you and I were saying, go back to this movie for a second, yeah. The one thing that we were saying pretty much throughout this entire movie is why doesn't Bow Wow come back? Because I really want.
1: I love Bow Bow Wow's character. Yeah, I really want him to come back. He would fit in so well. You already have Ludacris, like you have Tyrese. Why can't Bow Wow come back and be like a kid in this this world? You know? Do we want to cut in my
0: Bow Wow fact? What's your Bow Wow fact? the news of Bow Wow, what's been going on in him. Oh well we gotta before we actually talk about the movie too much, we gotta do our first segment. Go we ahead. gotta do duh, 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 Hitting the Pavement with Joey Hit, and Joe. Hitting the pavement. Shout out to Nerd on Nerd. What was their oh what was their segment called? Like catching up with Liam and Jack. Yeah it's catching like up, yeah. I think it was catching up. It was very British of them. I liked it. It was so proper. So what's been going on in your life in the last month? Uh, since we last recorded, we hung out and we recorded Magic Mike's War of the Worlds in person. We, had, we spent New Year's together. Yeah. Since then... We kissed
1: at midnight. <laughs> yeah. We watched fucking Don Lemon get drunk again. And what... Oh, yeah. what was it? We watched Don Lemon get drunk. Well, we watched after, Anderson, after we finished our recording, Anderson
0: Cooper had to, like, put the brake... Pump the brakes on... What's his name? Andy Cohen. We, Andy we Cohen. talked about how I am the Anderson Cooper of this podcast and you were the Andy Cohen. Just a little too drunk and I have to be like, hey, guys, let's reel it in for a second. I, yeah. Yeah, if you guys have never watched CNN on New Year's Eve they just don't give a fuck it is remark- I was stunned by i what was I going suggested
1: on. that we watch it and Joey's like whatever nah. CNN doesn't sound that great and I'm like no dude it gets lit you don't know they were like they had Anderson cooper ripping tequila shots on air don't cross-dressers, yeah, that cross dressers there, there
0: was dressing like gala or whatever
1: yeah they were in like a in like a shoe and like a giant fucking high yep. heel mm-hmm. they were like
0: there's people flirting with each the, other the crazy thing is that is everybody you know from CNN but it's like the inmates are running the asylum like the grown-ups went to <laughs> Yeah, bed, yeah. like here's the keys do whatever you want and they're like alright we're just gonna like get drunk on air they send called people Andy, Andy Cohen's parents and they were just like way turned, like old people they yeah. were just
1: like talking nonsense they were like this movie sucks and shit like oh that. they were like talking shit on Nicole Kidman oh yeah yeah Andy Cohen, Andy Cohen Andy Cohen has no has no like filter. Yeah. So he's like Nicole Kidman. Why are your hands so weird? And like she's like, uh, what? And like they're like, yeah, your hand was all these memes this year. Explain that. And and Anderson just like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and like and then later Andy Cohen like as he's getting drunker he's like he's like I probably shouldn't ask Nicole Kidman about her hands, huh? Anderson. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> like wonderful. Definitely watch. That's that's what we did. I suggest watching the CNN New Year's Eve show if you get a chance. It's, de- I think it's the most amusing. It's really rowdy, way more than you'd expect. Trust me on it. Just watch it. It's lit.
0: What else did we do in the last month? We both saw we saw both of our football teams suffer devastating losses.
1: Yeah, I don't even want to talk, not about, going to talk about, about that. Sports. I don't want to talk about uh, pitchers that. and
0: catchers reporting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Baseball's back. It's been gone for three days. It's back again. That's the one good thing in my life about uh, in, in my sports life about the Vikings having lost is that I can now focus on baseball and like our fantasy baseball draft is two months from yesterday as we record this. Okay. And so even though that is ridiculously far away, we are all foaming at the mouth, ready for. This thing, yeah, because you're just done with the Super Bowl. We already got our food planned. You know, my friend's doing a brisket again. Cool, brisket just about on par with yours. It's really, really good. Good. We are doing lots of Rachel, aghast again that somebody could approach Joe's delicious. Joe is, I mean, still the best brisket I've ever had. But very good. It is just it's the best day of the year, so that's exciting. So we will talk about that in a few months on the show, I'm sure. But what else happened in the last month? Anything else of note as we catch up? No reason that you're here is we're going to go see Ari Shafir tomorrow night. Yep. That'll be cool. Ari Shafir, formerly the host
1: of This yeah, Is Not Happening. Yeah, I just told Rachel this today. Ari Shafir is a comedian who was, like, known for doing This Is Not Happening. And also, like, really early on, he was the amazing racist where he did, like, really racist YouTube videos. Really? You don't remember these? I, don't, I never knew that. Watch them. They're comedic, but they're, they're pretty bad, like... Yeah, I'm not even going to describe them. I think I'm okay not seeing that, but we'll see. I mean, yeah, they're funny, but they definitely are, like, way more 90s appropriate, or, like, early 2000s appropriate than now, for sure. Gotcha. So, um... Before we were woke. Yeah, before, before everybody was woke, yeah. Yeah, that's
0: about it. That's how all that's going on. I haven't been doing much. I've got stuff coming up, hopefully, news to share next month. We will see. We will see. Things are going well. Do we have any other seconds before we talk about the movie? No. So, okay, so I guess the other thing is that in terms of, you've seen, I mean, we talked about this in the first episode, you've seen this a bunch of times. I've seen this probably three or four times. I've seen this the most of any of them. This is your favorite. This is my second favorite behind Fast Five. Okay. Uh, So just sort of a level set here in terms of where we're at. Yeah. TLDR, it's great. Yeah, watching
1: it again, this one never gets dull to me. I think that, The racing scene, like the final race in this one, is easily the most intense race of any fast and furious i mean like i'm sure somebody's going to disagree with me but i think that like the pushing each other and like near death falling off the mountain for like five whole minutes of them racing is probably the most intense one
0: i wrote that down this is i mean it's for sure the best action scene we've seen so far right
1: yeah because what do we got we got um the dom
0: race we like we got the fast and furious first one i mean the big scene is them hijacking the truck and like that's Cool, but it's not heart pounding like this is. I mean, like, you know that Lucas yeah. Black's not going to die. Yeah. That Sean's not going to get, like, run off a of mountain. My- I mean, I guess you can, because, like, in this movie, you know, the number two guy, Han, Dies. is killed he, yeah. in a fiery explosion. Yeah. He so I guess, really, I anything mean, could happen. Way dead. You dead. You sort of assume that he's yeah. going to win in some way. And also, fucking
1: Great. DK falls down the mountain. Like, yeah. He, like, rolls the card. Like, that's...
0: I didn't think he was gonna fall off. I didn't think anybody was gonna fall off. Well, they say that he chose the mountain because he's the only one who's ever made it to the bottom. Yes. So it's a very dangerous... It's know, his mountain. Risky mountain to drive down. Yeah. So, I mean, there's possibility he's driven, he's fallen down there before, but, you know, to <laughs> see him actually do it, it's like, ooh, okay. Like, yeah, yeah. We get some cool cameos in this one. We get cool cameos. Before we get there, though, I want to say, ahead. I think the final sequence works really well because Justin Lin is so good at showing the car stuff. Like, I was saying that this is maybe the most pure car porn we're ever going to have because the series is about to get wacky. We will cover it's that gonna in the get next It's few gonna months. get real weird. This one this one toes the line, right? Like but you it's, get some goofy shit. It's grounded though. Like it's not like crazy. I mean, they're go they're driving really fast and they're doing crazy drifts and stuff like that, but it's not like they're driving planes or dr- driving cars out of planes onto islands. Yeah. Or driving spoilers. across ice as spoilers. As a submarine drives <laughs> through and whatever. Yeah. I mean everything here is Realistic,
1: like it is in the first. We two don't movies. even get any jumps, really. Not like we did in uh, two with the. What like they jump the car onto the boat. Yeah, the car onto the boat and the fucking jumping the bridge. Like we don't get any oh, yeah. of these
0: stunts in this one. Speaking of two, where's our girl Suki? Why is she not in this one,
1: dude? This would be a perfect one. Why isn't Steve Aoki DJing in the garage? Why are they not at Benihana at all? Yeah. Are there Benihanas in Tokyo? I don't think so Probably at not. all. Probably not. I mean, I never found one. I don't even really... There's not really hibachi in Japan, to be honest.
0: That's disappointing.
1: No, I mean, you have all kinds of other stuff, like Shabu Shabu, all of these other kind of, like, cook, like, Korean barbecue type stuffs.
0: Like, they do a lot of that, but there's no, like, hibachi in Japan that I found, at least. This movie starts in America with a new face, Lucas Black, as Sean... What's his last name? I was going to say O'Toole, but that's a joke that only Rachel will get. Sean...
1: Boswell, Boswell.
0: He seems like a country kid, boy. but he's no. Just like, he's not a good kid. Well, he's not like he's not. I mean, he's getting into trouble. Like he's he's, he's a, a teenager. He's, he's a, a teenager. Yeah. yeah, but he's apparently bad enough that he gets kicked to Japan to live with his dad. Well, he's gotten
1: kicked out of a bunch of cities with his mom. Every time he gets in trouble, his mom and him move somewhere.
0: You would think by now, the way that she's like flirty with the principal when he like kicks him out—that's a cop. The cop, sorry. But if, if the way that she's like flirty with the cop, it's like she's done this before. Like It almost seems like she should be able to talk him out of it, but I guess maybe it's you know, too much or whatever. But what I was going to say is that he gets kicked out because he is racing the older brother from Home Improvement. Tool time! I just call him tool time. But with yeah. his hot blonde girlfriend. Yes. Racing for pinks, but also for her heart,
1: apparently. Yeah, dude. By the way, she is a skeezer. This chick is, like, totally about, like, she's like, if you don't win this race, like, I just leave you. I'd be like, bitch, get out of the car. Like, this is, we're over.
0: I mean, to if be If it's fa- that easy for you to, like, break up with me, like, just peace. To be fair, Neela sort of does the same thing, but it's not as obvious.
1: No, but yeah, but no. She's, I mean, she's
0: wronged by Han, and uh, not Han, she's wronged by DK. Yes. And then she... Takashi. He loses and he, you know, he, he beats her, All whatever. He threatens her, he intimidates her. He doesn't, I don't think he ever actually hits her, but he, like, you know, makes her feel terrible. She,
1: although, do they kiss? I don't think they kiss. What? In that, like, creepy almost rape No, scene? no, no, no,
0: no. Mila and Sean, I don't think they ever kiss. No. Because at the end, the they almost kiss and, and he's just, like, he just sort of doesn't, so. Yeah, yeah. She didn't really abandon ship, but Rachel shaking your head no to an in agreement. But yeah, so he races tool time. They go through like this development in progress. It's called Shangri-La. Shangri-La, <laughs> which I thought was just really awesome. And they do immeasurable damage to this place. They fuck this place up. Not only that, but they fuck up both of their cars. His eighty thousand dollar Viper is yeah. Like, no, they crash into like this like concrete. Pillar on the ground. No, it's right? like it's like a like Tunnel, a like a tube, tube thing for yeah for like
1: waste or whatever that you put in a new like a new development. And they drive straight into that. Yeah, dad. he drives straight, dude. You would fuck a car up on that,
0: and one of them would probably die. but yes. they, didn't. they just get like a little scratch on their face and they're good. Sean barrel rolls his car. <laughs> I'm sure that you know uh, Tool Times Dad. 'Cause he's got an eighty thousand dollar Viper and he's in high school, probably paid off the cops or paid off whoever to not get. The in cop trouble. even says it. He's like, Look, they're loaded, the lawyers are gonna get
1: them off. I'm coming after you because you're poor, which is kind of fucked. But, so they okay. get he gets
0: kicked to Tokyo. He gets sent to live with his father, I his was biological thinking, father. As we were watching this movie, this might be our fewest number of different types of vehicles in the movie so far. We've got cars, we've got bikes, and we got an airplane to travel. And that's it. There's nothing else, really.
1: Yeah, there was like the motorcycle with the non Oh, there's tanks. a subway.
0: There's a subway that they there's cram a, there's a, Yeah, subway, train,
1: cars, bikes... You're right, we don't really get, like, water sports in this one. Yeah. It's and mostly... bicycles,
0: bicycles. There's a lot of bicycles. But it's, mo- I mean, like, the, the every action scene is almost exclusively cars. Yeah, yeah. We don't even get helicopters. And it's
1: shot in a really, really, really great way. It's beautiful, man. He does really good with the coloring and stuff. I mean, Tokyo's just, like, beautiful color-wise anyways, but he accentuates it really well, so yeah. I liked it.
0: The first movie was directed by Rob Cohen. Okay. The second movie was directed by... John Singleton right and then Justin Lin does three to seven and then F. Gary Gray does eight the first two were fine was really good it started it right and then like
1: the second one was like good but the third one is actually considered a flop yeah no people don't like it really people don't like it but Jeremy Lin saved the franchise of Fast Justin and Lin. Justin Lin Justin Lin saves the franchise not the, not the
0: former New York Knicks shooting guard that's
1: exactly well I
0: mean well he would fit in this movie in he a non-racist have. way We have Justin Lin, because he comes in here, and I really wonder, I don't know, because again, we've done no research on this, because we're going to watch this movie infinite times. Yeah. We have plenty of time to do research and figure out the backstory. Yeah, we're just talking. But I wonder how much of this was planned out. Like, this is going to be the third in a series of ten, or whatever it's going to be. I don't think so. I don't know if, you know, they, they had the idea to loop it around, because... The big scene in this movie, when Han dies in a fiery explosion, it seems like an accident, kind of. Yes. We later
1: learn... No, you're spoiling shit. Don't spoil shit. It's not what it seems. It's not what it seems. Okay.
0: We were talking, like, we wonder if they sort of retrofitted that... Or this was a plan all along. Like it's it's unclear what they actually had planned, but whatever they had planned, it
1: worked because they they saved it. I think they retrofit it because I mean obviously Han dies and then he's in the next movies that happened before this for some reason. Yeah, I think that it's all just like retrofitted later. I think that they were gonna they were gonna make the series different people and like they were gonna continue it like that, and then everybody was like freaked out on this one and we're like, no, bring back the original cast. And that's why we have the original cast again. It continued on
0: as it did. So what's surprising to me, maybe, is that actually I don't know what the budget is. Hold on. Wow. Okay. So the first movie we talked about, 38 million dollar budget, made 207. Okay. Yeah. Second movie, they doubled that budget to 76, made 236. Which so they still, said they made the same amount of money, but they doubled the budget. Yeah, we they, talked they about budget last time. They made a little bit more money, but yeah. Tokyo Drift, a budget of 85, so highest yet. Only made 158. Yeah. Significant, significant drop off. Yes. But then, you know, we're going to get to the point where, like, they're billion dollar movies before too long. Yes. But it's sort of surprising. I'm interested to see. I mean, aside from the fact that we had to watch this movie again in eight months, and that's just fun in and of itself. I can watch I'm just every I'm interested to see how this happened. Like, were they about to. Because I feel like this is the kind of franchise. Like the first two were very profitable. They're like, okay, let's make a third one. Let's bring in this new guy. But then this doesn't do very well. Like it, it, it doesn't make a ton of money. And if you have an eighty-five million dollars budget and you double that for marketing. They might have lost money, but like it was, it was successful enough that they kept it going. I think that they just knew
1: from the fans, the fans saying like, oh, we want more, but we want it with the original cast, and that's the only reason why they gave him another shot. I think that it almost died here. I think that the franchise
0: almost died at this one. I wonder if, you know, they didn't have Vin Diesel for the second one, and then at the, maybe they clearly didn't have him, because I feel like if he was available for this, he would have been in this. But he's there, he's like, I'm committed to the next one, I'm committed to all the rest of them, I can be there for a day or whatever. Like, I wonder if that's why they kept going, because they're like, hey, this guy who, from the first movie, our most financially successful one to date, the star of that one, he wants to be back. He's like, if gonna we can get back. Vin back, yeah. this will be saved. Exactly. Yeah, I think so. I wonder if they sort of played it by ear. I mean, the fourth one is, it makes more, I don't, I don't, I'm not looking until next month, but it made more money than the first, any of the first three. Oh. So it's... Off to a good start, I guess. Cool. We got more
1: um, cameos. Yeah, who else? You mentioned that before, so so let's let's go through the cameos. You get fucking uh, Hatori Hanzo. You get Hatori Hanzo. whose uncle, what's his name, Kamamoto? Uncle Kama... Kamada. Kamada, that's right. Uncle Kamada. Sonny Chiba, who plays Hattori yeah.
0: Hanzo in Kill Bill 1, who's also in Street Fighter, Sister Street Fighter, Return of Street Fighter, as I was telling you in the movie, when Clarence and Alabama go on their first date in True Romance. Which I haven't seen yet. What you need to see. I know. I've heard. Uh, they're talking about those movies, and and you know, Clarence loves those. So like, cool. Quentin Tarantino loves Sonny Chiba. puts Sonny Chiba in Kill Bill. That one came out a couple years, I think, three years before this one. Yeah. So he's just like this legendary actor, legendary Japanese actor. Yeah. And he's just cool as Uncle Kamada, who is ostensibly very high up in the Yakuza. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. The Yakuza are cool. Shout out Yakuza. Yeah. Sh- shout out Yakuza. Do you know what time it is? It's Yakuza time. Thanks, Casio, for these dope watches. (laughs) I was going to ask. I was going to say, what time? Yeah. Did you just look at your time? I did. How's that Indiglo going for you? Mine's pretty dope. It's pretty nice.
0: It's like, it's motion activated. It's nice. Cool.
1: One of the coolest things in this movie for me was when I was there. I did see a lot of Yakuza, and you can tell who the Yakuza are because they all drive black Mercedes with tinted windows, which is illegal. Okay. They all have, like, office... Did you know this? They all have, like, office jobs? They, like, go to work in an office building, but it's just, like, that's what it is. So they, like, pretend like they go to work every day. Yeah. Okay? Okay. And what they do is they drive the Mercedes up, stop traffic, every car in the area stops, they get out of the car, walk into the building, then the car drives away, and they, like, all split. And, like, all the cars just, like, totally are okay with it, because, like, the Yakuza just runs shit. Yeah. So. Don't fuck yeah. with Yakuza. And that's, like, the message that they here. like, you know, he's Yakuza. Like, don't fuck with him. Like, nobody touches this. Like, they Sean run is, deep. Sean's like, I don't care. Yeah,
0: he's like, don't Witch. care, which is why Han respects him, because he's like, you're the only person in this place that stands at the DK. Yeah, exactly. You're going to be my friend. He has that great, great quote. I have money. It's trust and character I need around me. You know who you choose to be around you lets you know who you are. One car in exchange for knowing what a man's made of, that's a price I can live with. And so... That's like the coolest fucking... Yeah. It's Like, that Han speech right
1: there is like, gives me chills. It gave me chills hearing you try to do it. Try to do it. I...
0: <laughs> It's, I feel, like, I copied it from IMDb. I feel like there might be, like, a typo or an extra word or something in there. It's close. I mean, it's pretty close. Yeah, it's really close. It's really close. But it feels, I was like, there's, like, an extra word or two in here that I don't know that that necessarily makes sense. But it's this heart-to-heart moment because from the first time you know Sean this gaijin comes in right this outsider Yeah that's like a I wouldn't even use I think that that's like a pretty almost racist word Well I think it's 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 racist basically against white people I mean it's against all, all non-Japanese people pretty much Yeah He comes in and stands up to DK and Hans like oh you can use my car for this race Yeah totals the car He gives him the Mona Lisa To the point where at the very end of the movie after the cops have impounded all of their cars they left Han's car there after Han's dead because it's in such bad shape But the car take, that he totals the, yes, the first race they take that that, that engine they put it in Sean's dad's car and they use that Han lets him use his car and later he says you know why did you do that and he's like oh I got money like I don't care but I, just, I basically just need people Like, I need, and he also I need says at people. one point
1: like you're DK's kryptonite like I know that you're like the
0: only person that like irritates him but can you imagine and I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves but I think it's a, it's a better thing to talk about here than in a, in a future movie you are a Han you just spent 10 years 5-10 years with Vin and his crew you are one of the crew you're part of the family you go to Japan yes he even says he's a cowboy he's a westerner he's an it's outsider it's Mexico Yeah. It's his Mexico and like your best friend or whatever is DK who's like this shithead Who's, like, a spoiled little rich boy who's only where he is because of his uncle. Can I think he's surviving. He's surviving because they're, like,
1: they're doing, like, gangster shit, right? So, like, he's not, it's not his, like, best friend because you could see that because he wants to find Sean to fuck with him. Like, they're not, like, actually friends. They're just, like, business partners. I don't think that they're, like, best friends. Who, Han and DK?
0: Yeah. But I feel like Han has
1: no friends. Han's friend is Twinkie and the other kid... That other Asian kid that's, like... Like, he has friends that hang out in his garage. Okay. Han does have friends. Yeah. It's just, like, DK's his business partner for, like, shady shit. But Han
0: is stealing from
1: DK. Yeah, that's why they're not friends. Yeah. I mean... And DK's best friend is the real Justin Timberlake of Japan. Like, the bye-bye-bye the Justin Timberlake. Yeah. <laughs> like that guy yeah Mormoto. yeah
0: but can, like I'm just saying like can you imagine going from I mean you have like a crew but I feel like I mean we don't see enough of it to really know but it also kind of feels like maybe when we're in Han's garage when we're with Han's crew who knows if they really like him or if they're there because he knows DK and he's like this rich guy you know like you basically take a step down going from family family to literally anything else yeah so i can see why he'd be like hey you're this white guy from america who kind of sort of reminds me of this guy paul walker that i used to know (laughs) let's hang out yeah you have blue eyes and you're white
1: (laughs) and you like driving cars like he doesn't have the bluest of blue eyes he does not have the bluest of blue eyes he's not my type definitely not our type I don't think that they're best friends. But you're right. It's weird, but wouldn't you could kind of know, not like spoiling anything from the future, that like at some point that crew has to split, right? Like they're going to have to like break off and be family but not be able to talk to each other. They're like fucking thieves. So like you know that you're going to be set one day and you're all going to have money and stuff and like survive, but like you're going to have to know that like you can't stay together.
0: I wonder if we will encounter any of that in the coming movies. Mm. I really do. Mm. Yeah. Speaking of past movies and future movies, we do get Nas in this movie again. We did. We got. We just got a little, little taster
1: of Nas in this movie. So you
0: notice you're like, oh, Nas on the bike. I was like, yeah, we just missed Nas, though, when they're in Han's orange so car. I think they only used Nas once from what we saw. I think so, too. Where he's just driving that Han finally lets is drive his car. A Mazda RX-7, yeah. He hits the Nas and hits 197 kilometers an hour, passes a cop. Sean starts freaking out. you know how fast that is in miles per hour? Uh, I'm going to guess about 130. Yeah, you're right. I think it's like 130, 140,
1: which is pretty fast, man. That's pretty pretty quick.
0: The cop doesn't even go after him because he's like, if they're, the quote is, if you do better than 180K, they can't catch you. They don't even try. There's limited Nas Because this is not about Nas It's not about speed It's about finesse And that, that's You know At the very very end of the movie When Sean races Yeah Vin, When Sean races when Dom skiing down the hill He says You know this ain't no 10 second race And Dom says I got nothing but time Rachel made a good suggestion
1: She says that She hopes that one day We get actual Nas In the movies Like Nas the rapper
0: Oh yeah Illmatic And if what if Nas uses Nas Nas squared I was actually thinking of him as I was saying, you know, we get Nas in this movie, but... She sucked the thought out of your head, my friend. She sucked the thought out of... She incepted... Maybe she incepted that into my brain. Maybe she used Nas. I have a lot of notes about Bow Wow. Yeah, okay. Sad that he doesn't come back. Sort of a spoiler. But I was saying that I can see him as this, like, convenience store mogul that they have to go back to Japan because the movies keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. They span the globe. I can see them going back because he is in this movie, high school kid. But he's selling candy out of his backpack, sneakers. He's selling sneakers. He looks like he's selling iPods, ste- steering uh, steering wheel, but he's not iPods. He like got like all the cool tech shit, like everything, anything you can imagine is, cell like cell phones,
1: a, cell phones, like anything you can imagine as a teenager that you'd want to
0: buy. He got it, and he's successful enough that he has that Hulk car. Yes, uh, which is pretty cool. So one thing, speaking of cell phones, just a slight slight detour for a second. One thing I think is really smart about this movie is that at the end, the final race, mm. Bow Wow and everybody are, like, watching the race or filming the race on their cell phones. They're doing whatever they're doing. Like on, a, like, an Uvu chat or something. It's, like, something really like cool. Yeah. But they never, like, Justin Lin's never, like, hey, like, let's see what the race looks like from that shitty perspective. Because, like, when I was watching Halloween H20, was that the one you picked for Film Club? Uh, no, Resurrection. Resurrection, Resurrection is my one. When we were watching favorite. Resurrection, and they are having shitty, tech. And they're like, oh, let's see this like security camera. And like they just go from like H D cameras to like two forty P just like pixelated on the screen. I'm like, like I get what you're doing, but like this looks like dog shit. Yeah. Like, it like, looks in really this bad. Movie, we don't see that cell phone footage. The closest what he we does, get is no, he shows from behind and you see it on the screen, but it's not the full screen. Like you see it within the scope of the world. And it looks great on the phone.
1: He actually does at one point do one that's like pixelated like on the phone but then it zooms out and becomes hd and you see the phone and it like from behind do you remember that one he like has like one that's like on the phone screen and it kind of looks pixelated and then like as it comes out it like comes into focus okay but you're right he doesn't he doesn't maximize the shitty he's not trying to show you the race from a fucking cell phone camera
0: but like i feel like a lot of other directors be like oh like let's get some uh some style in here or whatever yeah but like he knows that he's shooting these car scenes really really well Let's not do that. Yeah, let's not fuck it up. Going back to the middle of the movie, right? So Han lets Sean borrow his car. Sean totals the car in the... That's, li- like, pretty in the beginning, yeah. In the loss to DK. Well, they're they're yeah. in total. The BK. Mona Lisa when he... Yeah. Han basically says, Okay, you did that, so now you work for me. You're in the pickup and delivery business now. I don't care if you're in bed with Beyonce. When you call, you're there. That's pretty cool, yeah. He does he does drop some cool, like, pop references. So what I liked, what I wrote down was... Sean calls his dad, and he's like, Hey, I'm staying at the school for extracurricular activities. I'll be home later. And I was like, Could extracurricular activities be a segment on this show? Ooh. I don't know what it would be, but it yeah. feels like the name of a segment that we would have. Extracurricular. Direct reference to the film, to the franchise. Oh, well, fucking
1: way to bring that up after we started recording. I could have come up with something if you'd have given this me like
0: earlier. We have infinite episodes to get to. Okay. Just think about it. Email us, family at cageclub.me. What could extracurricular activities be about? I thought of some things that aren't appropriate.
1: Okay, um, you want me? You want, you want want a little Tokyo Story? From Give me a Tokyo in? Story. Okay. So, Isn't Tokyo
0: Story like a really classic Japanese film like from the 50s? I don't know, maybe. Hold on, let me, before you, before you, Tokyo just Story. Just let me get it out
1: before Rachel comes back.
0: Say, say it, go for it. Yeah, Tokyo okay, Story cool. is from 1953. So, we were in Japan and we were like, oh, we went
1: to all these places and we go to watch this movie. We watch this movie when they come into the garage we see all the girls in the movie and we're like, holy shit, these are not even the girls we see every day. We see so much hotter girls every day just in real life here compared to that. And like, yeah. when I remember the first time I watched a movie, I was like, damn. Like, if all the girls there look like this, that would be pretty awesome. <laughs> and then when we got there, we were like, damn. It's, it's even w- better. It's even better than that. Yeah. And then Bow wow tossed me a box of Kleenexes. And- <laughs> That was the end of
0: it. Uh, But Tokyo Tokyo Story is a 1953 movie. It's 100% of Rotten Tomatoes. It's one of those classic films I have not seen yet. I've never seen it. Yeah, But yeah, so that was... I was trying to say, Tokyo Story, that is uh, important. That's important. (laughs) Uh, Just, you know, because it's... We're talking film with a capital F. Film. Film. I mean, I think that it makes sense both within the movie and also within the franchise, but I like that toward the end of the movie when... Sean is really kind of screwed. He's like has to face down the yakuza. I like two things he, about this. Okay, no, go ahead. Number one, I like that in this franchise, every problem in the world can be solved with a car race.
1: Yeah. Everybody's about it too. Like this everybody's is like the easiest it. solution you could have. It's like, look, he killed my friend, he stole money from you. Let's just race it out. I like that there there's this
0: huge massive conflict. Someone has died in a fire explosion. And Sean is like, "Hey, we're going to race. Whoever loses has to leave town forever. And everybody's like, cool, all right. But yeah. he just got to town. This is kind of an unfair... If he
1: loses, oh, yeah. he could just
0: has, go back he, home. Yeah, he, like... has no, he has no roots. It's yeah, like this exactly. guy just lived there all his life, <laughs> his uncle, me, I've been his here for six weeks and I know four people. Yeah,
1: exactly. And
0: one of them died. Exactly, it's so weird, man. So I like that, but the other thing that I like about this is that his dad is a hard-ass, you know, former military guy. Yeah, Navy Obviously guy. Obviously wants the best for his son. Gives him a long leash,
1: pretty long for how
0: bad he fucked up right? yeah it's a tiny tiny house that he lives in he gives his son his bedroom really good guy all Sean does is fuck up in the movie like he keeps he keeps getting in trouble over and over again keeps driving cars the dad is like I have one rule don't go near cars what does he do immediately goes near cars so he keeps pissing off his dad doing things to sort of get in trouble but I like by the end it makes sense both in the movie just in terms of the plot but also within the themes of family in these films that his dad is like hey you can use my car we're gonna use han's engine and you're gonna beat this guy and i'm gonna help you because we're family and this is what we do this this was the most unbelievable part of the movie to me
1: like how the fuck does his dad just be like you know what gotta race him he's like totally is about letting him race at the end of the movie like he already fucked up everything by racing and his dad's like you know what one last race what's it gonna hurt
0: Well, I feel like he knows that he is like entering into a, a pact with a Yakuza and you sort of don't cross them I can see that as a reason why yeah I guess I don't know for sure but i just like that whatever the reasoning is
1: yeah it's yeah it's family i like it yeah from that perspective the family
0: perspective you're right but his dad is his his dad's not watching the race though is he he's not there at the end no but he gives him the
1: car like the body of the
0: car and he helps him build it he could have been there though i guess i'm just what i'm saying like he could have been
1: there with bow wow watching the uvu chat yeah true true by the way i think uvu's gone i think it's dead by the way r.i.p uvu r.i.p uvu r.i.p squirrel what a life lived Are we just going to skim over like they do in the movie that... His dad has a hooker at the beginning, and we just, like, don't ever
0: talk about that again. Oh, when she walks out? Yeah, he's like, I thought you were supposed to be here tomorrow. Yesterday. Today's the 7th. No, yesterday, because the mom said it was the 7th, but it was the 8th. So he was at, he was ostensibly at the airport yesterday, waiting for him, didn't show up, and then... See, that doesn't make any
1: sense. So you're like, my son didn't show up, so, like, I'm just gonna get a hooker tonight?
0: Well, so, I, I mean, I guess... I think so it was like, the other way around. So, so it's supposed to be, like, it's, like, so say he's getting there noon on the 7th, right? So it's noon mm-hmm. on the 7th in Japan first and then when it's noon in japan in america it's actually like the eighth or i mean it's 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 i think he was
1: saying that he thought he was
0: coming tomorrow
1: and i think he says that because he said i'll be there on the 7th which to him meant the 8th because they're a day ahead so he was just saying that the mom was actually right no they said the seventh he thought they meant seventh which means eighth because they're a day ahead so he was saying he fucked up he was saying he fucked up he said i was gonna come get you from the airport And I think that that's why, because, like, you wouldn't, like, miss your son and then get a hooker, have him show up. He was, like, getting a hooker the night before knowing that, like, he's about to get his room blown up by his son... Now he has to have a hooker, so.
0: I mean, also, next door neighbor, maybe the best character in the movie. She's my favorite character Old lady watching game shows, eating noodles. Yeah, just like,
1: she's the best, man.
0: I love old Japanese. I'm going to have to watch that again. I sort of saw it like. Well,
1: guess what? What? You're going to watch it infinite times.
0: So this is exciting because this is the first movie, the first of the franchise that we're going to cover, that we're going to record two episodes of in the same year. Like, we put out Too Fast, Too Furious this year, but we recorded it last year. If that makes sense, okay. Because we recorded like December twentieth. This we're recording in January for February first. Okay. And we're gonna record in September for October first. Okay. So this is our first one. It's a, it's a great way to kick off already year. in a year. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Every two years we do it three times. Fuck. Eventually, if our plan sticks, once we finish Gosling and Channing, go check out Boyfriend Material and Magic Mike's our other podcasts. Yeah. And this becomes weekly. Then we're gonna do every other week instead of every four weeks basically. Yeah. And so we're gonna you know, every two we're years we're up. gonna see it six times. Exactly. So every year we're gonna see it three yeah. times. There's gonna be a lot, but that's in like three years from now. So Rachel, you have time to
1: I'm gonna get some I'm gonna get some sponsors.
0: We have infinity sponsors. We got the you have a you have a Santa Claus esque bag of swag. You saw
1: my bag. I'm using that penguins equipment bag that I got to hold all the sponsor stuff. Shut Dude, up, I just Mom. keep getting sponsor mail. And it's just ridiculous, dude. I mean, everybody wants to
0: sponsor these episodes. Shout out Casio. Do you know what S- time it is? Sneak peek for It's not time for mail, but sneak peek for mail. I think we got our first spam mail today. So that's pretty exciting. So I'm we gonna can read re- that? Going to read that for me too. <laughs> Fuck yeah, we are. Okay, cool. So, again, I don't know how long to talk about these things. I think it's flying by. You just think check before, your Casio to see how long it was. Crushing it. Yeah, I have the stopwatch on here, the timer okay. on here. We're going to talk about this infinite times. I think we can sort of rest here. I think, yeah, I think we talked about the movie. You know that I love it. I will be happy
1: to continue talking about this movie. Yep. There's plenty more we can go into later. I can't wait till we get through lap one so we can start linking them together and talk yep. about the relationships between that's the where movies. I'm, That's
0: where I'm like sort of hesitating or whatever, where I'm just like. I want to talk about things that are coming, relationships and timelines and everything. And, and, we, surprises, can- and we shouldn't but surprises. We shouldn't. Yes. we
1: shouldn't. We should save it.
0: Also, I'm trying to keep things light and fun and breezy, and you will see why in a little bit. Easy breezy, beautiful cover girl. Thank okay, you. so our second, first segment after we talk about the movie is on the streets. Mm-hmm. This is where we talk about updates on the actors in the movie so here's an update since last time I stopped getting the Google alerts for Fast and Furious because it was remarkably unhelpful so that's why I don't <laughs> have any updates for this but Okay. you said you had one I had one I want you to look up the story but
1: I'll give you the gist of it Little Bow Wow has, has been in, like, the rap hip-hop news lately because he's been doing some dumb shit. The first story was he tweeted a picture. No, he Instagrammed a picture, and it was, like, flying to Miami on my private jet. Or flying somewhere. I don't know if it was Miami. And he posted a picture of this jet. I remember this on, like, yeah. his Instagram, and then some kid was flying coach with him and took a picture of him and said, Bow Wow's full of shit, he's on this plane with me,
0: <laughs> sitting in coach, and Bow Wow, like, just didn't answer it or something. There's a story on BET that says, allow Bow Wow to explain his infamous private What did he say? Tweet. Yeah, good. What did he say it was? He said... He's like just fake flexing. On if him. you can recall, the Ohio native posted a photo on Instagram of his "quote travel day," yes. which featured a private jet and several mm-hmm. luxury cars. The catch is, Bao was actually seated on a commercial flight and simply reposted the image from a traveling company. Yes. According to Bao, however, he chose to share the photo simply because it was, quote, his mood picture. And then that, dude, a, I have mood pictures all the time. Then he has a quote, Basically, I was traveling to New York. I was on a commercial flight. I saw a picture I liked. I posted it and put travel day, Bao explained. And it appears as though in the months since the ordeal, Bao has also been able to make light of it all. He said, It looked like I was taking the big boy jet going to New York, but really, I was on Delta. Shout out, Delta.
1: I mean, why would anybody ever confuse him posing a picture of a jet, say, travel day, mean that he was flying on that jet? Why would you post that to Instagram? Yeah, dude, you're gonna get found out. The other Bow Wow thing that I remember that happened recently was he was, like, hinting that he had sex with Kim Kardashian at some point, too. Uh oh Yeah, I know he made like some kind of reference that it may, maybe it wasn't even Kim Kardashian, but he like made reference that he had sex with someone famous and everybody was like, uh, I don't know if he did or not because he just posted that fake jet picture and then he had to deal with that. So I'm glad Bow Wow still exists and I hope he comes back in Fast and the Furious and then hopefully he and Tyrese can go on crazy rampages together and that would be awesome.
0: That would be very very cool. Amusing. Yep. I'm looking on, on Google News right now trying to see if there's anything else. There's, you know, There's nothing major. Sean hasn't been in
1: anything tool time's not coming back to netflix anytime soon
0: oh i do want to say though that both sean and neela will be back in furious 7
1: i honestly did not remember that i don't remember that they're in the the movie at all
0: i think it's very brief i don't think it's very. i totally didn't remember it yeah
1: and i watched the movie
0: all right mailbag time go ahead we have we don't have any games yet right we do we... we have a game we have the car game And we have rules for that card game now. Okay. We also have another game that we're going to introduce on this podcast for the first time. Oh, are we gonna play it today? We're gonna
1: play it today. I'm so excited. The best game. Okay. Fuck. I I need to get ready. You didn't even give me time for it. But
0: go ahead. Well, I didn't look either, so don't look yet. Okay. 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 We'll do it.
1: We'll we'll go as we go. Okay. Okay. Fair.
0: We have have eight. Is that gonna be one of the rules? We just like start. That's fine. We have eight emails. Oh, fuck. Okay. Cool. Let's go through them. First email from Mike Manzi, resident historian. Resident historian, Mike Manzi. Thank you. Subject line: Too fast EMP dart. Yes. Hey guys, it's Mike. I don't think you guys have mentioned the strange tech the cops use in Too Fast, Too Furious. I think we did, but maybe we didn't We definitely talked about it. We didn't go too far enough. Mike, I don't think that you listened
1: to the podcast.
0: (laughs) We also for sure talked about it on Boyfriend Material. We did. We definitely did. We just mentioned it in in fucking uh, Blade Runner. This email was sent before Blade Runner came out. Okay, cool. Well, opening... he didn't listen to the other one anyway, so it doesn't matter. In the opening, when they are chasing down Brian, they apprehend him by shooting a big-ass dark nose car and acts as some type of EMP that turns off his car's computer, complete with bad-looking lightning effects that I love. Then, in the final chase, Brian's car is shot again by the cops with the big-ass start, and Brian has to hang out the driver's side window to pull it off. <laughs> with his t-shirt over his hand, and then throw it onto the other car. Everybody uses t-shirts in such creative ways in the second one. Tyrese takes his shirt off to punch out the car window, like... Oh, you're right. We, You know what? We got no shirtless in this one. I don't want to see Sean shirtless. I want to see Han shirtless. Also, Brian tells that goon to hold the wheel, and that's when he tells him he doesn't know how to drive? How the hell does that goon not know how to drive? By the way, that's a whole other email. Yes. Anyway, my question is what do you make of that fake tech? I know the series will do more stuff like this, quote, down the road, but I wasn't expecting it in the second film, from Third Times a Mike. Never Third not plugging his podcast. That's awesome. He'll have to do Fast and Furious 3, and we'll have to talk about this movie
1: with him as well. Yeah, we're definitely doing Tokyo Drift on his podcast. Yeah. The EMP thing cracks me up, because the car computer wouldn't just, like, shut down, and then when you pull it out, the car just fixes itself. That's what gets me. It would have fried something. Right. The car would not... Be
0: working afterwards. like what happened, like it did in Blade Runner, where like the car, like everything shuts off and it's just dead. Although somehow he's able to rescue Joy, like he's on Joy's in the Emanator in Blade Runner. This is now sort of a Blade Runner Redux podcast, <laughs> but Joy's in the Emanator. She shuts off, but then she, he rescues her. He fixes her. Yeah, I'm sure he fixes his car too. But she was kind of like in like the lighter thing, so that doesn't. But yeah, like her. you can't get EMPed and then just take it out. And be like, oh bloop! Like it's it's not like it's not back, like, on. yeah, it's We're not back like, online. It's not like your power went out
1: in your house and did just you like try turning it off, turning it back on. Yeah
0: did you did you reset the internet? tech, I like it. It's, I think it fits in the world pretty nicely.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, of all the unbelievable... Jumping a car onto a boat... Yep. The EMP thing hitting the car and him pulling out with the t-shirt, I liked it. It didn't bother me too much.
0: All right, next email, also from Mike Manzi. Subject line, Hulk Car. Okay, ooh, yeah. Bow Wow clearly deserves to be back in the franchise. That goes without saying. Yes. I know how I would like to reintroduce him into the franchise, but how would you guys handle it? P.S. If we remember, I will share how I would use all the Tokyo Drift characters again when I do my ride along, I forgot that we called it that. Oh yeah, he does a ride along. That's right. Yeah. But for now, may I please have your take on reintroducing Bow Wow into the series? Catch you in the rearview, third times of Mike. I would like to play off yours a little bit, like you
1: said. Like he's kind of like convenience a convenience store empire. A convenience store empire. I think Bow Wow would be a conven- like he would have a convenience for empire, but they would need him for his shipping logistics to move stuff across the world because they're kinda of global now. You know, so like because he would have the networking to like bring in products, move products, ship yeah. products, yeah. they would need him to either point out where something is, like find a shipment, yeah. or help them move product that they had stolen or something like that he's their own personal ups yeah he like he like has like the grid of like all the shipping containers or something you i know? like it i dig it Tej breaks in
0: with him they do a rap battle and then they yeah. find the stuff also subject line of hulk car he hasn't really talked about the hulk car but he's got this great car that we mentioned earlier it's green it's got the hands and the fists and the feet to look like, like the Hulk was trying to break out of it. The hood has Hulk's face. Yeah, and he's also got like a little bit of like basically like a, a flower pot of grass that's painted purple or whatever on the roof for his little hair. Yeah, exactly. Unibrow. Unibrow. Is that L. S. Unibrow? Yeah. Next email from Jenny McMullen. Subject Hi, line: Jenny. Not so fast or furious. Oh, I read this email. I don't remember what it is. Okay. So I finally listened to the first episode and towards the end realized it was over a month old and I'd somehow missed it. And then parentheses. OMG! I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. So was going to write an email when I realized the second episode was released. Okay. Favorite quote from that episode: Joey's quote, "Thanks to Mother Nature's dickishness," referring to his birthday. <laughs> Yeah, that was good. You guys really broke it down when discussing this movie, which was a bit more serious, but it was as if you were trying to figure out why it ranked lower on your lists. And that's why I sort of tried to keep it light and fun and breezy, cuz I th- I do think our first two episodes of the show have been fun, but they've also been like super super serious. But we're trying. I'm trying to figure out
1: what's going on. Like these are the first times I actually thought about these movies because these are fucking brain trash. You know what I mean? Like these are movies that I would just watch with my brain turned off. I enjoy, but like I never thought about why I enjoy them or what's going on in the movies or the story beyond like beautiful people driving fast cars. So I'm trying to figure it out. I'm. It'll, it'll get. Wha- it'll get
0: wackier. I promise. And I was also trying. I mean, I'm also still trying to figure out how to not talk about certain things that we're going to talk True. about infinitely. Infin- infinitely yes because the other thing is like we're gonna have guests on future episodes but we're not gonna have guests on every future episode so we're gonna talk about Tokyo Drift a lot of times on just you and me and so like yeah we need to figure shit out <laughs> she continues different but still entertaining cool I haven't seen all of the movies but the ones I did see were shortly after they came out on video in parentheses, VHS, remember when? I remember VHS. I told you I watched the first one on stolen HBO cable box, so... So don't remember much of the early ones and may have seen a couple of the more recent ones, but still don't remember much except crazy stunts, which I guess, that's that's exactly That's what we're trying to figure out in the podcast. I did see, in parentheses, more than once, and like Tokyo Drift. Mm. I have a suggestion for a game you could do in the first round. I know how much Joe likes guessing numbers. Yes. Oh, I fucked this up already. So before you actually say how much it costs to make in the box office... You could guess that. I'll send you a car picture to guess later, Jenny. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Next time we can, time do, we will, we can we will do. do a guessing game of box office mojo. Cool. Next email also from Jenny. Subject line: Car pick. Okay. This car this is actually is so one hard. my husband restored. Oh. And that we've driven thousands of miles on road trips but not really a race car, even though it does go fast and handle well. We've had it as far north as Olympic National Park in Washington, where this picture was taken, as far east as Arches National Park in Utah, which is gorgeous. Arches is amazing. Cool. And as far south as San Diego and Yuma, Arizona. And then she says note to Joey. She explained what it is, what a lot of people confuse it for, because something's similar. And she also gave me a hint. Then she sent another email saying, Sorry, sent the email while trying to attach the pic. Who hasn't done that before? Ha ha. So she sent the email Yeah, without... yeah, without the picture, yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. So, Okay. here are our rules for the car guessing email. I don't know if you you remember don't remember tell these. me the color of it. So I give you the country of origin. <laughs> I don't give you the color. Yeah. I give you the country of origin. I describe it. You get five yes or no questions. Okay. I don't even, okay. And then we can go from there. So, okay, I gotta find out. Hold on, hold on. I gotta go back to this first email. This is, okay, the country of origin, American. America? Yes. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, it's an American car. Okay. Fair. <laughs> okay, it's a convertible. Okay. It looks like a classic American muscle car. Okay. It has an angular grill in the front, a triangular protrusion in the grill. So, like, in the it comes front. to a point? comes to a point. Just one question. Dual headlights on both sides, circular, not gaudy, sort of normal size. Okay. It's blue. Is it a Trans Am? Um... It sounds like a Trans Am. It you might be close pontiac uh-huh i don't know if it's a is there another name for trans am uh, d- no firebird it's a firebird
1: yeah cool damn i did pretty good on that one. Oh, this is classy too holy shit if that's the real car that's awesome yeah, he thumbs up jenny that. damn my dad um and his buddies all restore cars and stuff too but how about that fucking i did pretty good with the color
0: uh, you gave me the color and i got it Give me some credit for actually giving helpful clues. I guess. Angular Point. Yeah. Classic American Muscle. Convertible. Yeah. No, that she was said, damn good. Wow. Holy shit. I'm really says, impressed with those. Note to Joey, it's a 1967 Pontiac Firebird Convertible, which was the first year this car was made. Also, a lot of people confuse it for Camaro because the body types are so similar. and yes. Maybe even exactly the same. You can also say that's a front spoiler. That's the black thing on the front. And hood scoops. So I don't even have to give her hints. No. When I hear the point on the front, that's why I thought Trans Am. So is, it, is Trans Am and Firebird's not the same, but
1: they're both Pontiac? They're both Pontiac, but they're not the same. But, like, when you said the point on the front, if you look up, like, 70s Trans Ams, they have, they come to a point. But, yeah. Okay. I'm pretty good at this kind of thing. Like, apparently you are.
0: I was thinking... Blue. I said that because I ran out of things to say before I looked back at the hints, but that I, okay. the last hint I gave you was it's blue and you got it, so, I mean... Actually, the blue, that the was blue made me
1: think of a fucking Trans Am that I know that my dad's friends built and it was blue as well and i was like oh it looks perfect on that car that's a great choice for the color of this car
0: i bet it's that but i'm just thinking of at the end of my cousin vinnie when marissa tome is talking about Pause con- attraction. confusing cars and like you know nobody would ever confuse with the mustang or whatever she says but you know it's basically sort of similar to this next email go ahead from prince harry who's prince harry you know prince harry uh, okay well i guess he heard about casio he's trying to get in on it subject line i choose you for save the child movement 2018 oh okay oh oh okay Which child are we saving hello friend we're gonna find out
1: (laughs) hello Hello, friend that's
0: a good way to start it my name is prince harry of wales kcvo commonly known as prince harry yeah that one is the younger son of charles prince of wales and princess diana i was born on 15 september 1984 so is my sister, but not 1984, but she's 15th of September, too. I wonder if that's real. I was christened, I was christened by Archbishop of Canterbury at Windsor Castle on 21 December of 1984. Dude, he must have a lot... He must be doing shit in fucking Windsor Palace if he just gets to write all these emails all the time. Okay. I am very happy to choose you as my friend. My friend, don't choose me. Tell me about your relationship with humanity, question mark. What do you believe spiritually, parentheses, as far as what it takes to get to heaven? So you want to answer that question? Tell me about your relationship with humanity. What do you believe spiritually, as far as it takes woman to get to heaven? Prince Harry's waiting for an answer. What was the first? Give me the first part. Tell me about your relationship with humanity? Question mark. But humanity's capitalized, so take that for what. With it means. humanity, I think that we
1: should be more present in the idea of remembering all of us are human, and okay. we should keep treating people like that, and not neglect the fact that we all are human, and we've been. Overlooking that for other goals. This got real serious. We need to remember humanity.
0: We need to, and we need to be more humane. Okay, so what do you believe spiritually, in parentheses, as far as what it takes to get to heaven?
1: Jesus is cool, be a good person, like organized religion is bullshit. That's
0: it. I would like to choose my patrons all over the world who will help me look after the charity homes, home apostrophe S, because <laughs> I am not a free man, always busy with some other charity home. But he has all, all this time the right emails. I want to also use this time to choose some of my loyal members, apostrophe S, who I can trust with me at all time. I need someone Dude, Are we that getting w- jobs from Prince Harry? We might be. Okay. Maybe he's trying to... Maybe this is a sponsor email? Is he trying... Maybe we're going to travel with is him... Is episode four going to be a- sponsored by Save the Child Movement? We're going
1: to be his personal podcasters. Oh, okay. We'll travel with him and podcast about Fast and Furious, but with him. He
0: needs honorable
1: patrons to follow him around. That's what he
0: said. On Comedy Bang Bang, two of my favorite and like two of the just the general favorite comedians who are on there, Paul F. Tompkins and Lauren Lapkins, and they have a pair of characters they do together, Chasmine and Sunny, and they these characters have a radio show that they do every day that only gets broadcast to the White House, so their audience is the president. So basically, we are that, but (laughs) exactly. I need someone that will always stand by the truth and someone that I will take alone with me to other charity homes, apostrophe S, all over the world to see what we reach, the life's, apostrophe S, of the poor, capitalized poor, and the homeless, (laughs) capitalized homeless, kids this year. Dude, we get fucking free vacations to podcast about homeless children. That was all one paragraph. There's still two more paragraphs. fuck. Okay. My dear friend, I want you to prove your honesty to me by donating, capital D donating, to those, those, does, does, D-O-E-S, kids out there. Those
1: kids out there. Okay. One
0: of the charity home called me recently asking for my help in building Charity home? One home? Yep. In building them school, capital school. (laughs) Okay. Which I have ongoing project. I would like to put all my fans to join hands with me for the growth. I like that. Dude, he is so frantic
1: that he <laughs> that he he needs this money so bad. Even though he has been brought up in the best preparatory schools that England has, he is confusing
0: his grammar because he needs our help so badly. And I assure you, A S U R E, maybe Azure and, Azure? And I Azure you, not spelled right either way, but <laughs> okay. and I Azure you that your name will be among the published list of honored donors worldwide. You know, honestly, I kind of want to donate and just save like a from, dollar from your friends at Too Fast Too Forever. Yeah, family at cageclub.pod. Mm-hmm. You will be issued cageclub.me. Let's make sure people actually email the right email. Yeah, address. sorry, cageclub.me, shit. Cageclub.pod is actually a pretty good email. I don't know if pod's a top-level domain or not, but you will be issued a diplomatic passport. Oh, shit. To enable you- We're getting fake passports, too? To enable you we are
1: gonna become Fast and the Furious. He's giving us passports he's so that out. we can become he's international. He he is we're gonna be international spies. He's he's what's his name? He's the Rock. What's the Rock's name? Hobbs. Hobbs. Hobbs he's gonna
0: Hobbs us
1: and get us passports.
0: Oh, dude, this is awesome. You will be issued a diplomatic passport to enable you move around with me to other foundations across <laughs> the world. I love that you read it like it's written. Here is the email. <laughs> Save the Child Foundation at tutanota.com. T-U-T-A-N-O-T-A dot com. That sounds real. Also, in the, I just want to point out that in the meta text or whatever for the email, from Prince Harry, to recipients reply to princ... Carry. Harry, Prank Harry? 1984 at tuta.io. So Tuta is clearly something important. Yeah. I am not going that site because that is almost surely a virus. <laughs> but theory, what virus? The virus that the children are getting? <laughs> it's a very contagious virus. <laughs> okay. Here is the email of a charity home which have not come up to standard. That I would like you <laughs> ask my friend to join hands with me in building them a school. Contact the director, Rev J C Patrick, and ask him how you could donate to the growth of the charity home. Okay. Every word in that is basically capitalized. Well, let's leave a secret word in here and tell them if they listen to this podcast,
1: we will actually donate to their school. I mean, watermelon. I need, I need to read the rest of the email. Watermelon. If you listen to this and you respond watermelon, then I'll give you $5. For he the signs school. it,
0: my regards,
1: Prince Harry of Wales, period. <laughs> well played. Well, Prince Harry, if you're listening. Or Prince Harry. Prince Harry at 2 to low com. If you listen to this podcast and you send us another email that just says, Watermelon, I'll give you money for this school. Yeah, we'll go to uh, like ShopRite and buy a prepaid credit card. Green dot, and we'll mail it to you. We'll give you the numbers. Yeah, exactly.
0: Give me your Western Union address. There's way worse ways to spend money. Okay. So that was a great email. <laughs> yeah, that was a great email. I liked it. Our next email, two left. Okay. These last two emails are together. From Melissa. Okay. Melissa Mussolini, friend of the show. Melissa Linnem. It's a car pick. Okay. She sent this to me, said, it's probably the first car I've ever seen and been like, wow, cars are beautiful sometimes. Oh. She provided me the owner of the car, the type of car that it is. The owner of the car? That matters? Well, it matters because it's one of four produced okay. and one of three still known to exist. Okay. And she said, all information from Reddit with no fact-checking by me. Okay. I do like that this is especially thematically relevant to Fast and Furious because there's the car that there's only four of in the world and then by the end of a certain movie, perhaps two of our guys will have do with those four cars. Yeah. So.
1: Can I take a guess? Good I want to take luck. a guess. Yeah, go ahead. I bet that it's the Croatian supercar. Is it from Croatia that there was only four of them and then Richard Hammond wrecked one? If I just dis- <laughs> Babe Ruth this, I'm going to be so proud of myself. No. Okay, never mind then. Okay.
0: Oh, I looked up The country of origin is France. France. This is a $40 million car. Okay. And there's a story on Jalopnik. Do you know Jalopnik, the gizmodo about cars? Yeah. Do you want to know who owns it? Is that going to help you? No, no, I'm not going to get this one no matter what. Go ahead. Ralph Lauren. Okay. Why Ralph Lauren's $40 million blank is worth every penny. Did you know it before? Do you look it up or do you know it, Rachel? You guessed. Okay, so it is very curvy, very rounded basically everything that can be round is round there's no is it a bugatti edges. some kind of bugatti it Is a
1: bugatti it's like the it's not the veron it's like the newest one shit i forget the name
0: of it it's, it's, i didn't know it's, bugattis were french really that's cool yeah okay it's the type 57 sc atlantic okay cool but look at this picture look at that oh car. it's an
1: old ass bugatti oh cool very rounded is very Bugatti. So the story on
0: see we're getting better at this game damn the story on, uh, I think the Country of Origin helps. Country of Origin really helps, yeah. There are only two Bugatti Type 57 SC Atlantics in the world, so this is two. Reddit said three, this is two. Okay. The one from 1936 changed hands for 40 billion billion three years ago, while the 1938 example, belonging to Ralph Lauren, just won the Concorso de Leganze Villa D'Este. This is what all the fuss is about. People are saying it's not worth the estimated $40 million. If you have $40 million to spend on a car, it doesn't fucking matter what the car is worth. It says, but I'll go further, anything above a million dollars is also ridiculous for a car no matter what. Exactly. But that black Bugatti is still worth every penny. Cool. So if you want to read a thing, this is from five years ago, about Jalopnik basically jerking off to this car just search wild ralph lorenz 40 million dollar bugatti is worth every penny cool so yeah it was a very successful mailbag we got so yeah. many emails shout out prince
1: harry dude i cannot believe he emailed us dude we got some fans in high places we got him we got jenny cassio we got cassio Shadow out cassio mussolinum resident historian mike manzi
0: fuck dude you know who's not here who montez jess montez typical Typical Montez. I have to say, she is adorable in that she messages me like once a week. She's like, Joey, I feel like it's been so long since we talked. How are you? But she's not emailed us in a long time. I don't know if she's still listening or not. I don't want to bother her about it because this is, we put out a lot of content. We're a lot we, of We've we,
1: been we, fucking cranking them. So, yeah.
0: I hope she listens to them. I know that she loves Zach Attack. I don't know if she's really on board with these new ones. She's emailed I the like drag her, Drag her on board. But yeah, shout out Jess Montez. Email us. Reclaim your actual last name and not just Montez. Family at cageclub.me. Okay. Last yeah. segment on the show. This, oh, dude. So, can you, can, do you, do I explain that how I came up with this? The name of the game is Boy Do I Have a Podcast for You. Also known as This Ain't No 10 Second Race. This Ain't No 10 Second Race. Because we're going to be doing this fucking forever. Explain what? what it is first and then how you came up with it. And I'm going to
1: get it set up. The game is going to be that we find some random person on any social media that we want that is talking about Fast and the Furious or talking about the cars that are in it or one of the actors and pretty much anything you want. Okay. What's going to happen is, is we're just going to comment on their public posts like Twitter, Instagram, whatever. Boy, do we have a podcast for you and link them to too fast to forever
0: yep the the show page on cageclub.me they
1: don't know this and they won't know this because they're never gonna listen to these but we have some uh, point systems going on here
0: yep so what I think I think we should do so the rule is we, we set the rule is we're gonna send them both from the cage club Twitter at cage club pod yes we're gonna we're gonna pick the for
1: to be fair no bias no biases they're gonna come from the cage club pod twitter and it's gonna be the same message to both it's gonna be the same it's just gonna be boy Boy, do we have a podcast for you you. what's gonna happen is is if they reply you get one point if i think a reply should be worth way more than one point a reply to the tweet like if they just don't ignore it okay replies one point if they email us that should be five or ten i haven't decided yet an email because that means they had to have like listened or gone to the page And then emailed us. I mean, an email is like an instant win. Yes, but because it's saying no 10-second race, we're keeping score forever. And we're going to see how this goes. And, I mean, if they reply in months, if they reply in weeks, if they start listening and sending bunches of emails, I get five points every time. Yeah. So that's how this is going to work. This game came... I came up with this game because I've been seeing... My friends mention stuff like Fast and Furious and also Channing Tatum and also Goss, Zac Efron. Every time I see them post about These people on Facebook, I just reply, Boy, do I have a podcast for you. And I link them to the latest episode of whatever we were talking about. This person. The response has been really funny. I don't think anybody actually listens to them, but they laugh. And like one of the most recent ones was one of my friends was talking about he really likes some actor. I forget who it was. Let's say Brad Pitt. And then some girl had commented, Who do you like better, Goss or Channing Tatum? And I was like, Holy (laughs) shit boy do we have a podcast for you and I linked her to both yeah and I was like this is just perfect and I sent it to Joey and I was laughing about it and I was like dude what it and I was like talking to Rachel about it and I was like what if we did this every month we find a new person and try
0: to convert them to be a fan yeah boy do we have a podcast for you so the question is in the actual tweet is it boy do I have a podcast or boy do we have a podcast we it has to be we there's two of us Boy, do we have a podcast for you, colon, cageclub.me slash too fast 2 forever Yes. So follow us on Twitter, at Cage Club Pod. When we record live in person, you will know that that is happening, because Rachel usually live tweets it a little bit, like she did tonight, which was great. Oh, that's cool. So, okay, so I need you to find, for me, sir... The tweet that you want me. Can you go first or no? I don't even know where to begin. So I'm going to search. I don't want to. I, don't I got say one. I got mine. Okay. So what's the what's the Twitter handle?
1: It is at sto. Yeah. S a a a three a's. Stosa. Yeah. Jay- Jason Jason. Prestosa. Jason Pristosa. He says, no matter what anyone says, I definitely think Fast and the Furious films are so fun to watch. Great action and, of course, great actors. Paul Walker is the goat emoji. He has a weird picture of a small Asian child on Paul Walker's face. I think that's, him. I think that's him. What? I think that's him. I don't think that's him. But it's him and Vin Diesel standing on a car. Standing on a car. This was seven hours ago, as of right now. There's already one
0: reply to it. Patty G did a uh, Dragon Ball GIF response. Yeah, it has five likes. He's got 92 followers, so this really hit home with people. Yeah. So. Sweet, your reply. Boy, do we have a podcast for you? Boy, you got to do it. Question: Should to... I? I'm doing it right now. Should I hashtag too fast, too forever in there? Should I hashtag fast and furious in there? Or should I just do like I have here? Boy, do we have a podcast for you? Link. I think you should hashtag both hashtag too fast to forever hashtag fast and furious yes
1: which one did you link them to just like the, the head page? page the, the show, show page. page okay okay reply okay
0: i'm gonna search for you're gonna find one i'm gonna search for vin diesel oh you're gonna go vin I'm gonna try. Okay. Okay. Here's here's one. I don't know if this is gonna be as good because this is this is sort of more vague. Good. This is from just 20 minutes ago. Okay. From at cutiehongjs. Let me see. What does the tweet say? Let me, let me let me get a peek on this. She says, "I am here on this fine day to announce that Vin Diesel is the love of at Chan Howlett's life. Thank you for your time." Oh, you're doing a twofer. Okay, yeah,
1: the, uh, I don't know. She got somebody else in it. We didn't. We didn't discuss the rules. That's fine. Boy, do we
0: have a podcast for you? Boy, do we have a podcast for you? I need to keep track of whether things happen here. Yes, I'm actually going to copy. What I'm going to do is I'm going to copy the links to both of these tweets and I'm going to save them. Didn't we? No, didn't you say you could create like
1: unique <laughs> links to see where like they came from?
0: That is, yeah, but that would be such a weird. I also don't know exactly, I know how to do that, but it's all, I don't know if okay. it's working, so I'm just going to do, I'm going to save these things, and we're going to go from there. Okay. So we've got Jason Prestosa, and we've got whatever her face
1: Come is. Come on, Jason Prestosa. Jules. Jules and Jason. Jason is famous now. Prince Harry knows who Jason Prestosa is now. Remember Prince
0: Harry? Watermelon. Watermelon. So we got Joe 2, and we got Joey. Yes. That's it. That's the show. Yeah,
1: that was the end of it. I really am excited for Boy, do We Have a Podcast for You. This game is going to be a
0: lot of... You, like,
1: really? Did we already get a reply? No, I,
0: I don't I don't think so. Okay. Not as far as I can see. Okay. I think most months, best case scenario is a like. Oh, okay, that was it. A like is one. A like is one, I think. Reply is two. A retweet should be two, I think. Retweet should be two. Well, what's what's more valuable, a retweet or a reply? A retweet's more valuable. How about this? It'll be one, two, five, and then ten How for an this? email. So what? if you if they like it it's one. Okay. If they retweet and they have less than three hundred followers, or whatever number, it's worth like two. If they have over X number of followers, it's worth more. No, because that's from. gonna
1: cause us to target people that have more followers. That's, that's not fun. Okay. It's so gonna be one for a like,
0: two for a week retweet, three for a reply. Five okay. for
1: a reply, ten for an
0: email. Okay, cool. one, two, five, ten. So let me write this down. Yeah. Life. And they can do
1: multiple of each. If they like and retweet, retweet it. You get that's three points. Five, reply. Ten, email. And you can you can stack them. And if we get multiple emails from them, because they actually figure it out, then we can get multiple 10 points. And
0: it also means that if they do what Jenny did, what I've done so many times, and they send an email without the attachment and they send out their email. Too. That's two. two.
1: Yeah, that's 20 points. I'm going to win this game. This ain't no 10-second race. This ain't
0: no 10-second race. So the last thing we recorded was our episode of Blade Runner 2049, which we talked about more on this show. So go listen to Boyfriend Material. Two really good movies. I know that you you hate La La Land, but two really good movies, two really good episodes, I think, so far on that. The next thing we're recording, coming out in 10 days, is the Magic Mike's episode of Havoc, which is about Shannon Tatum as a zombie, if you remember Joe's guesses for that film. That's what it sounded like to me. May or may not be about that. I think so. I think it might be about Street Kids. We're going to find out soon enough. Next episode of Magic Mike's Drops in Days. And 10 you get days. to hear my good in uh, Hathaway story. Mm-hmm. I remember it. And then in a month from today, we're going to come back here with Fast and Furious, the fourth one starring Gal Gadot. Yes. With a T. With a T. Okay. All of our favorites are back. We got Letty back. We got Paul Walker back. We got Vin Diesel back. Yeah. It is a good time, even though Joe didn't like it family i hate this movie we will find out any last thoughts about tokyo drift before we come back to this in eight months
1: no i just you know want to for the last time uh time thank casio for these dope watches that we got this time uh they were a great sponsor i really appreciate them and if you're in the like if you're shopping for a watch
0: go classic go casio shout out maria for the, the sponsor hookup maria if you're listening to this she's not but go ahead Email us watermelon yourself. (laughs) And we'll send, I'll send you $5. We'll we'll donate to Prince (laughs) Harry. Yeah. And I'll donate to Prince Harry's charity house, houses house homes okay. apostrophe s yes for all things too fast too forever and all of our other podcasts you can go to cageclub.me or facebook.com slash cage club or at cage club pod on twitter see all of the shows important more important now than ever before to follow us on twitter at cage club pod because you can follow in real time boy, boy do, do we I have a podcast, podcast for you this ain't no 10 second race yeah email us family at cageclub.me let us know what you think of the game the new game you know send us emails car picks
1: send us car picks
0: I, I did pretty good this round i think the country
1: of origin was really helpful i did really fucking good uh, like way better than the first one i was getting my footing on
0: the first one okay who sent us the first oh rachel sent us the first car yeah pick. it was you're just really shitty at it oh i didn't know that rachel was tweeting me too personally during that recording i'll check those after we're done here so anyway cageclub.me, facebook.com slash cage club at cage club pod on twitter family at cage we will see you next time On Too Fast, Too Forever. We're not going to sign out? We're not going to sign out? I forgot what we do. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe, too. We'll see you next time on Too Fast, Too Forever.